The work hours for a professional working in athletics can fluctuate. That is why the University of Cincinnati Online designed a Master of Sports Administration program that is both flexible and 100% online. Connect and build relationships with other students, alumni working in athletics, and their experienced staff. The best part? You can graduate in as little as one year. Unsure about going back to school? UC Online has a team of student success coordinators ready to guide you from start to graduation. Reach out today and learn more about UC Online. Go to online.uc.edu. Look under master's programs and find the master in sport administration. One more time, go to online.uc.edu. Look under master's programs and then find the master of sport administration. This is where first impressions are often formed. They read your resume, they read your cover letter, and they're like, all right, this person has some skills that I'm interested in. I'm going to go check out some of their social profiles. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. We are in early April now, which is crazy. We're already through Q1. And I got to say, I, w- I want to recap a little bit. If you didn't notice, for the month of March for Women's History Month, we debuted five fresh episodes with five amazing women in the sports industry. Uh, these are real game changers. Camille Buxeda from W Slam, Sam Fisher from Tennessee Titan Stadium Experience Manager, Tamara Brown from the New England Patriots, Felisa Israel from Tenfold Entertainment, and most recently last week, Laura Estefan, who's in diversity marketing with the Atlanta Braves. And I got to say, I was blown away in so many parts of this conversation. These are really impressive women. And it is not our mandate to only cover women in the sports industry in the month of March when it's Women's History Month. Our mandate is to cover that 50-50 throughout the year. And that's what one of our goals for this year is to be as diverse as possible in the people that we bring on the show. Because everybody should work in the sports industry. It should be open to anyone. And it is. It's getting better. It's getting more diverse. It's getting more opening, open and more welcoming. And we want to be a contributing force behind that. So what I'd ask of you too is to support these episodes, to go hear a different perspective, to go listen to different people doing different types of jobs, covering different things and doing different roles. Opportunity to learn for yourself, but also an opportunity to widen your lens and see the world a little bit differently. I mean, great example, Laura Estefan immigrated from Colombia played golf at Kennesaw State University as a student athlete, got hired by the Braves, and has been working there to build their Los Bravos brand. That's a unique perspective. She is different than a lot of other people in a good way. There's so much we can learn from that. There's so much we can use to grow in that conversation. So please be open, learn, you know, listen. Just have a a wide-angle lens on, on this industry as a whole and what it means to be a part of it. So let's get into today's question. Okay, question comes in from Jaden in Colorado. Hey, Brian. I really enjoyed last week's show talking about why you may not be getting second interviews. It freaked me out to know that employers look at that stuff. Can you go deeper into how to handle your social media accounts? Now I'm worried mine may be hurting my chances and I want to make the necessary changes. Jaden, good question. This is something that people genuinely, I take it for granted. I think to myself, okay, everybody knows that employers look at their social media accounts. Turns out people don't know that. A lot of people don't think that's being looked at. It is. It really is. And I can tell you, I know this not only from interviewing people who are in hiring that tell me they do it, but also because I do it when I'm hiring too. It's really simple. Why? Like it did like to really break this down. Your social media is an extension of your resume. 
when you come and apply for a job, you're giving us, so like I'm playing the role of, of hiring manager, you're playing the role of an aspiring job seeker, job candidate, okay? You're giving me your greatest hits album, right? I'm seeing only your highlights. It's like going to YouTube and looking up Dax Hill highlights, right? Safety from Michigan. I don't know why I pulled out that name. It's totally random, but I'm, I'm a little NFL draft heavy right now in my head. Um, if I go look at those highlights, if I look at his YouTube video, it's only going to be the best hits, only going to be the best catches, only going to be the best things that he does. I'm not seeing all the plays. I'm not seeing the whole picture. So social media is how we get more of the picture. So you send us your resume, your cover letter, maybe a link to your LinkedIn profile. And we're like, okay, that's part of the story. Those are your best highlights. What else is there? What else can I find out? Because in the end of this process, I have to go recommend you to my boss, to the rest of the staff. I have to bring you into our culture. I don't want to be caught off guard. I don't want to be like, wow, I just brought this person in. And if I had done five minutes worth of Google searching, I would have found out that blah, 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 you know, or that this, this is their perspective. This is the way they talk to people. This is the way they behave. Those are red flags. Those are things we want to be afraid of, that we are afraid of as hiring managers and as people who are in employment. So you have to look at it too and say, how would somebody perceive me if they saw my social media accounts? Scary once you think of it that way, but that is actively happening there. We don't want any big surprises. I will tell you, professional athletes, you've heard these stories of people going back. Josh Allen had this happen, Buffalo Bills quarterback. People went back into his profiles from when he was like 13 years old and some stuff that he said that was really insensitive. So they went back like 10 years on him, right? I'm not saying people are going to do that to you. That is like internet sleuthing and they want to out an athlete and they want to be seen as important. And hey, that's good. There's actually interesting knowledge that comes out of that sometimes. Get a little deeper insight into how somebody uh, is raised or a little bit of their background. You're not a professional athlete when you're applying for jobs. I don't think they're going to go back 10 years and take through everything you've ever posted. But in the last year or two, absolutely in play. I have gone back as far as a year on somebody and looked through. And I will tell you, if you start going back, if your policy is to like, I'm going to look back three months and see what they've been posting recently. If you start to see some questionable stuff in that three-month period, you go back further. And if you start to see some more questionable stuff in that period, you go back even further. So it's kind of that, it's not a set like, oh, as long as the last six months are clean, who cares? No, if there's some tonal issues or something like that, it's going to go back further and look more and dig deeper. That's our responsibility as hiring managers. That will happen. So be aware of that. There's no set in stone like they'll only go back one year. Everybody's a little bit different. So what do you do? The first and most important principle here is that when in doubt, delete. I know it sounds like you're hiding things. I don't mean delete your accounts. I don't mean just, that's a massive red flag. Like if you're like, nope, I used to have a Twitter account, but I don't anymore. Uh, that's going to be a red flag to people. They're going to assume that something's wrong in there. But if you go back through on a, a per post basis and go back through some of your history, and trust me, you probably know when you've been a bit of you know off brand or uh, not your best self, Go back and delete those posts. Get rid of them. Uh, the best thing you can do too, you know, you may be asking yourself, what about on Facebook? If somebody shares a photo of me and tags me in it and I don't have any necessary control over that. Okay, that makes sense. I understand what you're saying. You're in luck. There's a setting. You can turn on timeline, the timeline review setting. And that means you get to see things before they appear on your timeline. So you get to approve them. So if somebody tags you in a photo, it doesn't automatically appear on your timeline. Now, I'm not going to walk you through how to do those steps. This isn't tech time. This is the Work in Sports podcast. You can Google that stuff. Or another option is 
get rid of Facebook because Facebook is kind of lame. Just my take on things a little bit. Anyway, go through your social media accounts, evaluate if, if you're in, if you're looking at something and you're like, eh, I don't think it's that bad. Just delete it. Just get rid of it. You know, your, your, your brand impression and, and the way somebody else is going to interpret it uh, is you're better just to clear it out. I mean, I'm not going to tell you you should never have any bad thoughts and you never should do any stupid things on social media. We all have, we all will. But this is the opportunity to, to clean that up. Now, the next thing to clean up your social media overall perspective, not just deleting things, not just things you've done wrong, is that pictures actually matter here. We always tell you, don't put your picture on your resume because you're telling somebody, hire me because I look like this. And that leads to bias. And that's part of your application process. That's part of that process. If somebody's going to go actively look at your social accounts, well, then they're making a choice. They're making a choice to know more about you. And then your picture and all that matters. So have a semi-professional photo. Like for LinkedIn, definitely have a professional photo. For Twitter and other channels, Instagram and and Snapchat or whatever, try to make them as professional as possible. I know you want to still stay fun and interesting and communicate with your group and your tribe. I get that. I get that. But try just not to make it bad. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference there between like, okay, it's not the most professional photo ever, but I don't look, look like an idiot. Like I'm not doing something like really way out there that's going to make somebody question me. So having good pictures in there do matter. Um, no for a resume, yes for your social platforms, obviously. This is where first impressions are off, often formed, right? So if they read your resume, they read your cover letter and they're like, all right, this person has some skills that I'm interested in. I'm going to go check out some of their social profiles. And that first impression when they see you, it's a lasting one, or they see how you represent yourself, that's a lasting impression. Okay, next point. Grammar and punctuation matter. I know it sounds terrible for social because nobody wants to think about grammar and punctuation on social. This is where I sound like a dork. But most jobs that you're going to be applying for are looking for attention to detail. It's one of the most common terms we see in job descriptions. They're, people hire and they want to know that the other person is going to have attention to detail. Why is that? I'll tell you, it's really easy. When I hire somebody, I don't want to spend all my time double-checking everything they do. I want to trust that they are going to double-check their work. Now, we have proofreaders on our team, and we have staff that looks at a lot of these things. But just in general, being sloppy says to me, I'm going to have more work to do if I hire this person. And that is not what I want. I want somebody that can come in and that can do... Now, not every job is like this. Not every job requires this level of attention to detail. But it is one of those common phrases we see all the time in job descriptions. Attention to detail, attention to detail, attention to detail. So don't give off this vibe that you don't have attention to detail before you've even had a chance to interview. So just go through and clean some of these things up. You know, a lot of the vernacular that's used on social is not appropriate for the workplace. So if you can go back in and clean some of that stuff up, you will get a better brand impression. I'm not trying to make you lame. You can turn it all back into the, your whatever slang you want after you get hired. I'm talking about when you're in that window that you're looking for a job and you know you're being observed. Clean that stuff all up. After you get hired and you're in the business, in the job and doing your thing, now you're making other impressions in other ways. This is all that lead up. This is all that preparation to being in that job seeker mode. You want to have everything on point. And that means attention to detail to yourself as well. I would also recommend another point that you share stuff that is on brand with how you want to be seen professionally. I know you probably use Insta for something else. And I know you probably use Twitter for something else. 
LinkedIn, you've probably put your professional branding stuff on, but we know now that they're going to look at your other profiles. So just sprinkle in some other stuff that is on point in the conversation of your career. If you have achievements, if you volunteered, if you did an internship, if you're at a cool game or something like that, some a cool event that shows you industry connected, these are all good things to share because now when somebody's looking at your profile, they're seeing your entire persona. You go to games, you volunteer, you, you know, you interned at this place, you did this cool thing, you're with Matthew Judon at, at, a, at a book signing, whatever. These are all aligned with you in some way. So just trying to getting some, getting some of those extra things that are on point with the career that gives a positive impression when somebody looks at you and says, oh, all right, this all fits, right? That's what we're looking for. This all fits. Their brand that they show on social matches up with what I'm reading in their cover letter and their, uh, in their, and their resume. This person seems aligned. That's important. Last thing, search for your own name on Google, okay? Go do a, a search for your own name and see what comes up. Now, if I do this, I haven't done it for a while, but when I used to do this, <laughs> we all, we've all done it, right? I mean, I'm not the only one. When I used to do this, there was actually a drug dealer from Texas uh, who owned a website called steroids.com, whose name was also Brian Clapp. And so I thought, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a close enough association. Let me be clear. I don't have any steroids background. That's not what I'm saying. But steroids has a uh, connection somewhat to the sports industry. So somebody might think, wait, is that this guy? Like, is, is that guy applying for this job? And so I knew I had to consider this in some of my conversations with other people. When I was um, interviewing sometimes or when I was having a cover letter conversation or if I was talking to somebody, I'd say, oh, by the way, I'm not that guy. You know, I'd head some of that stuff off because I knew it was out there. So if you do a little bit of your own research, studying of yourself and how you're represented in the marketplace, you might notice what comes up for you and be ready to head some of those things off. It's a little bit outside the, vernac- the size of, of um, social media, but it goes deeper into how you're viewed again in, in the, and on the internet. When you do this, you will also see how your social profile, like what pictures come up, what, what gets displayed in Google. If somebody's doing a very cursory look, what is their first impression going to be? And you can start to cater to those things as well. So maybe you're like, okay, that third photo they show of me is not so good on my, you know, Twitter. So maybe I need to make some changes there. And start to show you how you're viewed on a, somebody taking a, a short look into who you are on, on, the, on the internet. So Jaden gives you a little bit of impression there. You are going to be looked at on your social profiles. So clean them up, get them in order, get your brand aligned a little bit. And then again, seriously, after you get a job and you're out there again, put it back the way you wanted it to go back to exactly who you were. That's fine. We're just trying to tidy everything up. It's like getting a nice haircut, buying a new suit, brushing your teeth. Uh, you should do that anyway. Um, it's, it's like getting a new suit or a new dress or a new outfit and feeling good for your, for your interview process. It's, it's just one of those essential steps for this phase of where you are right now. So if you do that, you'll be in good stead. Thank you for the question, Jaden. Please remember everybody, email me, send me your questions. Bclap at workinsports.com. I want more questions. I want more from you. I want to know what you guys want to know because that's how we're going to formulate this conversation every Monday. So thanks for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever, wherever we were. Wherever you listen, rate it, review it, share it with a friend. We want to grow. You're instrumental for that. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>